Welcome back to the Lions 24-7 podcast. It's our 11th episode, and we are Andrew Callahan-less. If you've listened in the last month, you'll know he's on vacation, as he brought it up so often. But uh, he'll be back in the next couple of days to cover Lift for Life. Uh, it's a busy weekend at Penn State with Arts Fest and Lift for Life and the Lash Bash and pretty much everything going on. So you're stuck with me going solo for a shorter edition of the podcast. I'm Sean Fitz, obviously. Uh, a lot to get into this week. But first, we're going to rewind a little bit. Uh, Justin Shorter, Penn State wide receiver commit. Phenomenal prospect. Uh, was given five stars by 24-7 Sports. Moved to number seven in the country, number one wide receiver. Uh, talk about him a little bit. Uh, just, I said a couple weeks ago, he's probably Penn State's best wide receiver commit, uh, that they've had since James Franklin has been here. Uh, Chris Godwin was a good one. Seed Blacknell is a good one. You had the pair of Juwan Johnson and Irvin Charles a couple of years ago. Uh, but I think Shorter's got them all. And, and that's some pretty high praise because I was insanely high on Chris Godwin coming out of high school. Um, but Justin Shorter, 6'4", 215, just gallops past people, and he showed it at the opening last week. I mean, he's just a man among boys out there and some pretty good boys if you if you take a look at the defensive back talents. Uh, just a guy that can go up, win a jump ball, but can also take a top off a of defense. I mean, he's going to run a 4-5, and at that length, uh, it, it's pretty incredible. So phenomenal pickup for Josh Gaddis. James Franklin are, are ecstatic to have him. He's he's probably not one of the more vocal guys in the class, but when you take a look at who's the most talented, obviously Penn State lost two of its more talented guys in Justin Fields and Michael Parson, but Justin Shorter right there, number seven in the country by 24-7 sports, and I expect him to probably get elevated on scout, rivals, whomever. Um, saw him last week at the opening. It's just a lot to like. He's a long kid. Um, he's going to continue to develop and get bigger. He can play um, probably at 225, 230 pounds, and on that 6'4 frame, I mean, that's a lot to deal with in the Big Ten. So you love the pickup of Justin Shorter. Just wanted to, to, to mention his bump real quick uh, before we get into Lash Bash talk, as that's obviously what's on everybody's mind if you're listening. Huge weekend for Penn State. They've got a camp Friday night. They've got the Lash Bash Saturday. They've got the Lift for Life Saturday morning if you want to get back into the team things. And then you've got another camp on Sunday. So an extremely busy weekend for Penn State's coaching staff. Uh, so uh, it, it should be fun. I mean, the Lash Bash, uh, the list is fantastic. We got it on the site. Uh, definitely want to go and check that out. Um, some guys that, uh, that that I'm going to talk about here real quick. Uh, PJ Mustafer, uh, defensive tackle from Maryland, four-star kid, been a big target for Penn State for a long time. He was also at the opening. Um, you know, Penn State's got a real shot with him to, to to maybe not seal it up this weekend, but I think really do some damage and, and solidify the lead that they have right now for him. Um, Judge Culpepper is on campus right now as we speak. Um, he's not going to hang around for the Lash Bash. He's got a seven-on-seven tournament back in Florida to deal with. He's a guy that Penn State's in great standing with as well. And uh, along the defensive line, I think the probably the guy that's um, you look to as the biggest target in terms of ground to make up slash can you get a lead is Jason Owe from, from New Jersey. Um, just a tremendous uh, prospect. Very raw still, but at the same time, his testing numbers are off the charts. He's 6'5", 6'6", 235, 240. Um, just a lot to like at the defensive end position. And when you're talking about uh, you know where Penn State needs to load up in this class, the defensive line is still a huge priority. They've got Dorian Hardy committed. Obviously, Micah Parsons is going to be on the board until uh, probably the, the, the All-Star Game season or signing day or something like that. But yeah, the the defensive line is the number one priority right now. Uh, yeah, add to Hardy. You'd like to get Culpepper on board. You'd like to get Mustafer on board and then swing for the fences with a couple of those other guys. Um, beyond them, a couple of top targets uh, on the offensive line, Rasheed Walker, TJ Bradley, a Juco kid out of Lackawanna. 
Um, both tackles where, where Penn State needs bodies at tackles. I think the, the future is very bright on the interior offensive line, but I really think they need to, st- to step up the tackle recruiting. And, you know, if you ask anybody in that building, they'll say the same. Uh, adding bigger bodies, longer bodies um, that can really move is just going to improve uh, that offensive line room. And uh, I don't see them really stretching to, to take six like we thought they might when Christian Armstrong was still on the board, but he committed to Florida State. So uh, a couple of targets worth watching on the offensive line. I think uh, you know Penn State's pretty strong with both of those, and and we'll continue continue to see uh, that progress over the next couple of weeks, or excuse me, progress over the next couple of weeks. I don't think Rasheed Walker's uh, ready to decide it at all, even though the crystal ball says Penn State. So uh, beyond that, Ashim Young uh, is a guy that we're waiting on his, on a decision for. Uh, the crystal ball says Penn State. I say Penn State. It'd be a shock if he ended up elsewhere. But just a, a phenomenal football player. Um, I think he got uh, sort of uh, skirted out of an opening invite. Um, you know, he's not the biggest guy in the world, five nine and a half, five ten, but he's he's thick, two hundred pounds. He just makes makes plays on the football field. I mean, this kid is an entertaining one to watch and one of the top programs in the state. And um, you know, there there aren't any muskets in recruiting, but uh, Ashim Young for for a Pennsylvania kid. I mean, you got you got to go out and get him. I think they're going to do that, and it's going to solidify that secondary, which is has filled up pretty fast actually after the commitment of Jordan Minor. Um, we haven't been on the air since Minor committed, I don't believe. Um, but uh, another good pickup for Penn State. The long kid in the secondary sort of balances out some of the the shorter guys they took last year. So um, Jordan Minor, another Florida kid. Uh, he's got uh, he's got range. He could probably play safety if they needed him to. So a little bit of versatility in the back. I'm not going to get completely into him because we're kind of t- talking lash bash right now. A couple other targets. Daniel George, um, just a priority target at wide receiver. Four-star kid, athlete uh, with numbers off the charts. He, he's a raw kid too. I think uh, people look at him and see his numbers and, and and see what he's been able to do as a as a testing guy. But I, I think he's a he's probably a redshirt guy right now as he learns to develop. But it's just a, a loads of potential. You pair him with Justin Shorter. You got one of the top wide receiver classes in the country, in my opinion. So you know, obviously, Penn State's going to push there. Tyreek Smith, defensive lineman from uh, uh, from Cleveland. Penn State had him on campus just before the dead period. Uh, they like to make up some ground on Ohio State, who's going to be tough to beat there. But uh, Smith seems, you know, fairly open, and, and another Ohio kid on the board who maybe uh, might come back around. Aeneas Hawkins is is a guy I think a lot of people wrote off to Cincinnati, myself included. Um, but I think Penn State's quietly moved back into the picture now. It'll be an interesting visit. I think he's coming up uh, for an overnight. Um, he's got some family in Johnstown. Obviously, his dad, uh, Artrell Hawkins, a former NFL player, uh, lives in Johnstown now, has roots in Johnstown. So, you know, Penn State, I think, has a shot there. And, and that's a guy that we probably haven't talked about enough in the last couple of weeks. Just like I said, I thought he was going for, with Luke Fickle to Cincinnati. But, uh, you know, that's, that's how recruiting goes and, and, and sort of come around. Uh, moving on to the 2019 class, love the group of 2019s, a uh, phenomenal uh, list that we've got going on the site, uh, led by five-star defensive lineman Zach Harrison going to be an extremely tough pull. Uh, no getting around that. Going to be an extremely tough pull to get him away from Ohio State. He's not far from Columbus. Um, but man, this kid is, he's something. He's, he's a freak. Uh, he was one of the five underclassmen, I believe, at the opening uh, last weekend. He's just, uh, he's got the total package. Like I said, going to be very tough to beat Larry Johnson and, and Urban Meyer there. But, uh, you know, he was, he was on campus in the spring. Coming back in the summer, that's a good sign. So I think Penn State uh, could be in the mix there. Nyquee Hawkins is a guy that Penn State's had on campus more than anybody, um, excuse me, more than any other school. 
um, in the last uh, two years or so. I think Penn State is strong there, and he's going to be a national recruit out of New Jersey. Ronnie Hickman, again, a, another national recruit out of New Jersey. Uh, you know, Ohio State, very strong there as well, but Hickman has been on campus several times uh, this spring, so uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see where Penn State stands with him. A great safety prospect uh, can can also play receiver at a high level. Um, maybe maybe even uh, grow into a linebacker eventually. So Penn State's got some options in the 2019 class. Of course, 2020 Julian Fleming. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago from Southern Columbia. Uh, just man, he's a he's a good looking kid. I mean, he's he's going to continue to develop. But I'm I'm really interested to see how he comes along. So a lot to be excited for with the Lash Bash this week. And there's even more. I mean, I I, I have a list here that I didn't even get to, but I'm kind of taking some some time away from that and. Uh, but yeah, it's just a great list for Penn State, a good opportunity for them to get some guys in. They're going to have some guys camping on Friday night. They're going to have some guys camping on Sunday that that, that have offers. So you've got an opportunity to sandwich that around uh, the barbecue and getting these kids back onto campus around the commits, around their families, around the players, uh, things like that. I just think it's it, it's an excellent opportunity to sort of show that family atmosphere that they sell so much to these kids when they're not here to get them in, involved. And we, we've seen the Lash Bash result in commitments several times uh, over uh, in the last couple of years. And I think it's just a, a great opportunity for Penn State to, to get some peer recruiting done. Uh, we probably don't talk about that enough. Uh, you, you know, you're hearing it from the coaches, you're hearing it from your coaches, parents, whatever. But I think uh, probably one of the best sales pitches you can get is from somebody that's been in that situation and is going through the same thing that you're going through in your shoes. So uh, it's going to be an opportunity for, for a lot of those Penn State commits. I think every Penn State commit is in this weekend. Um, I'll have to check, recheck the list, but um, an opportunity for them to talk to these guys about what they saw in Penn State and what they saw throughout the process that made Penn State the place. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a great opportunity for uh, guys like Jesse Lukita, Ricky Slade, Zach Kuntz to get in there and, and get beyond Twitter, beyond the DMs and, and everything that they use to recruit these other guys. Um, mind you, I said that the recruits recruit these other guys, not people on Twitter. Um, but, uh, yeah, an excellent opportunity for them to, to get some face time with some of these guys and, and, and sort of move that class back in the, in the direction that, that, that it was going in. Um, it's an opportunity just coming off the dead period. I think it's just kind of landing the first punch for Franklin and, and, and staff for, to get back into the, in the swing of things. These guys will visit some other schools before, uh, the season starts, but there's a very small window for those guys to get out and maybe visit two or three schools before their two a days start up or whatever in August. So, um, you know, you, you want to get these guys back. You want to have an event that, uh, can sort of turn some heads. And I think the lash bash is it. Switching gears almost, uh, not entirely, but uh, we're bringing in Steve Wiltfong from 24-7 Sports. Uh, he was out at the opening. He's obviously a guy that's heavy in the rankings for 24-7 as, as a director of recruiting. Uh, he's going to talk a little Penn State with us. Steve, you were out in Oregon at the opening last week. What did you see from some of the Penn State guys? Justin Shorter, Ricky Slade were out there. Uh, what did you see from those guys? What did you like? What did you think? Well, good morning, Sean. Uh, Justin Shorter, obviously we loved him. Moved him up to number one in the country at his position. He is a five-star receiver on 24-7 sports, the number seven player overall, six foot four, 213 pounds with an ability to get open. Plethora of routes, but what makes him special and unique is his downfield push, his ability to just separate from defensive backs and, and be that guy that can – can be a person that stretches the defenses and, and can score on any given play. Thought he was terrific. Ricky Slade uh, showed why he's one of the more thought, you know, highly thought of all-purpose backs in the country. Currently ranks number one. 
in that regard for the 24-7 sports composite, you know, made a lot of plays in the, in the passing game and even had a couple carries where he showed some explosive burst. I know Ricky's getting healthier and healthier and has been dinged up or was dinged up last year as a junior. So hopefully he'll, he'll have a healthy senior season. So I thought those guys showed very well for Penn State out in Oregon. A couple other guys that were out there, uh, Rashid Walker, PJ Mustafer, guys up front. Uh, it, it's it's a difficult situation to try to evaluate these guys because they do have shells on or whatnot, but but it's still just an exhibition type thing. What did you think of, of some of those guys? Well, they're in pads, you know, and so that's better than you know most of the camps that we're at, where they're you know doing one on ones and breaking each other's or busting each other in the nose and and, and things. You know, they had helmets on and, and shoulder pads and. And, and we're, we're banging pretty hard. Uh, you know, Rashid Walker, offensive tackle, as you know, is a huge need for Penn State in this class. They're looking to get some length and, and athleticism on the edge. And, you know, he's raw, but has all the traits coveted at the position to, to be a really good one down the road. And then PJ Mustafer, he's just your strong, physical, going to always play with good leverage with that wrestling background, interior defensive lineman. Um, that's a Tennessee uh, Penn State battle, in my opinion, visiting both this month. And uh, I think he could decide after taking those trips. And then Rashid, Rashid talked about a lot of schools. The crystal ball, as you know, is all Penn State right now for Rashid. But it seems like he wants to take a lot of visits. So I'm not exactly sure what his timeline is. I just know that Penn State's in the thick of it. Yeah, they're in the thick of it. They'll get visits from each this weekend for the Lash Bash. One more thing on the opening, you put in a crystal ball for Solomon Enos. Can you tell me what you saw from him, and, and, and what do you think of, of his recruitment moving forward? Yeah, he's another big, long receiver that made a lot of plays in the red zone um, and, and certainly flashed. And, and I could tell he's really excited about Penn State. Already has his official visit locked in for the Indiana game. I get the sense that Penn State is the team to beat, but as you know, the Nittany Lions have a lot of receivers on the board right now, and, and so we'll see how things shake out. But as it stands today, I, I like where Solomon Enos and, and Penn State stand. A lot of receivers on the board. Actually, a pretty good problem to have for Penn State. Daniel George still out there. Jahan Dotson, among others. Saquon Anderson-Butts coming in for the Lash Bash this weekend. Huge weekend for Penn State coming up. You wrote an article about it the other day, just packed full of information. But uh, what do you think about the Lash Bash? This is something they've tried to do in the last couple of years to get uh, you know get these guys on campus with the commits, get them in touch with uh, with the staff and the families and everything like that. What are your thoughts on the Lash Bash moving forward? Who are a couple guys that you're watching? Well, I think it's one of the more high-profile visit weekends uh, of the year, uh, and, and they do a terrific job of putting these kids in a situation where they're going to leave campus very excited about Penn State and their interaction with the staff. Uh, a guy I didn't really mention in my article, but I'm very intrigued uh, to see how it goes is Jason Owe as Penn State battles Ohio State and Notre Dame. My crystal ball is on Penn State. It's an old pick. Um, a lot of buzz out there. Ohio State may lead right now. Um, the kid may have even said it. So uh, interested to see how that visit goes. You mentioned Mustafer. Um, Ashim Young is a guy that probably commits soon. Shaquan Anderson butts on commit watch. 
uh, Judge Culpepper uh, coming in for, for a multiple-day visit. That's a crystal ball forecast I recently added alongside yours. Although I'm still not sleeping on a place like Nebraska for him and, and, and wouldn't be surprised if he ended up visiting Lincoln later in the month, returning to Lincoln. So we'll see what happens with Judge. Yeah, definitely. With those guys from Florida, I mean, that, that distance is always an issue. Nebraska's there. LSU's there. Of course, he's a Florida legacy. So a lot of big-time schools coming after Culpepper. They get him on campus the 12th and the 13th. Actually, today as we're recording, he, he's slated to arrive in the afternoon. That's a big visit for Penn State as they try to fill out their defensive line class. But Steve, always appreciate the time. You do fantastic work. Check it out on the site. Um, Steve Wilfong is the director of recruiting for 24-7 Sports, and, and he's a good one. So thanks for having or thanks for coming on, Steve. Appreciate it, Sean, and obviously also looking forward to seeing how Will Levis does in Happy Valley, the quarterback this weekend who's camping and got a good shot to earn an offer and, and probably end up a Nittany Lion if so. Uh, you have a good one, Sean. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Steve. Always great to have Steve on. Uh, just a wealth of knowledge and tremendously plugged in. And he's got a lot of contacts in, in the Penn State world as well, which I don't. I think a lot of people don't realize. Um, but yeah, it's a big weekend for Penn State. Very exciting. Uh, you know, probably a couple we are betters on the horizon. Uh, that remains to be seen. But Penn State's going to benefit from this weekend. I think that's the biggest thing to take away from it. Penn State's really going to benefit from the lash bash and the camp system and, and everything like that, and get a little bit of momentum going into the season. And obviously, you know, I think their best work is yet to come on the recruiting trail. You've got uh, a couple games this season lining up to be big recruiting weekends. Pitt, obviously, Michigan. Um, so Penn State will continue to try and sell these guys, um, get back in. And a guy that uh, Steve mentioned at the end, Will Levis, uh, quarterback from Connecticut, uh, you know, is, is he the guy at quarterback? I guess we'll see this weekend. So probably a, a much better idea of where things stand at this time next week. So um, should be a fun one. I appreciate you guys listening and uh, following along. Uh, just keep up with the site this weekend. We're going to have a ton of content. We're going to have a ton of updates, and uh, it should be a good time. So thanks for joining us, and uh, remember, give us a rating on iTunes or whatnot. Follow along. Have fun, and have a great weekend, everybody. I'm solo. I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo. Solo. Yeah.